Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of the best show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Bests, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support the best show, we have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash the best show. That is how you support the program. It is listener sponsored now and you give what you can and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash the best show and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. I'm being told to go to line four. I'm being told there's a superstar on line four. Hello? You know, that, you know that's a mistake. There's, there's actually only a musician. That's, all the superstars left. Only a musician. Now, now, can I ask who this is, please? This is... Because my producers are playing a thing where they try to top each other to get a, a better guest each time. And one of them is doing a dance in the corner saying, I win the contest for all of eternity now. Yeah, they they did. They did a they did a really uh, cruddy thing, man. They 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 started posting on the net uh, on Twitter that they were going to you know like have major failures in their life. Their wife was wife was going to leave them. Uh, their complexion was going to go bad. Their posture was going to dissolve. Their status in in your company they would get fired. Uh, it, all these dire consequences if if I didn't call you. Well, they those things have started to happen to them, unfortunately. So I guess they, but uh, I don't know if these things are reversible. So this is David Crosby, the legend. Yes. Oh my goodness, what yeah. an honor to have you call this show, sir. Um, now tell me about your show because all I know of you as is these pestiferous people on Twitter who keep telling me that they want me to call you. Uh, I I have no idea who you are or what your show is. Where are you? I'm in New Jersey. It's a it's a show called the best show, and it's a live it's a live radio show that we do on the internet, and then it goes up as a podcast the next day. Tomorrow this will be a podcast, but people well, can listen to it live now. People are hearing this live just like radio. What's your name, man? My name's Tom. 
Tom? Yes. Hi, Tom. I'm, I'm David. David, it is uh, an honor to speak to you. I can say you, one of the greatest songs in my entire life, you are the composer of. Everybody's been burned. Uh, yeah, so you like old stuff. Oh, I like God. all the stuff. I'm, I, I like your new, you have Sky Trails is out. Oh, you do know about the new See, stuff. I know, that, I'm just saying, I'm on board for the whole thing. Oh, thanks, man. But I always thought that if I ever spoke to you, I would tell you that song is one of my all-time favorites. That's a top ten all-time favorite song for me. It's probably the first halfway decent song I wrote. Probably the, the first one that was actually sort of almost okay. And could you feel that? Did you feel like you broke through something when, when like, <laughs> the idea, like, like I'm in the game now? I felt like that girl in the second row looked up and was looking at me. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Because you're in the, you, when you're starting off, you were, you were thinking you were more of, a, you were a singer and, and then suddenly everybody had to be a songwriter all of a sudden. Well, we, I think we all, all, we all wanted to be because we came out of being folk musicians sure. and the tradition was already there for writing your own songs. It was a, a standard thing. People did that. Uh, but when we saw what Bob Dylan did, you know, he took pretty much took the lid off of songwriting uh, for us. And then we said, oh, well, wait a minute. This, this could be the, the main way to, to be an artist. And, uh, and it just turned out that he was right. Sure, and then but in the, within the band, suddenly Gene Clark is the first one out of the gate to really start putting these songs together. He's a very good, he's a very good writer. He <clears throat> he had a, a great advantage in that he did not know the rules at all. He knew nothing at all about what he was doing. He hadn't been to school. He was just like me; couldn't read or write music, uh, uh, but he had a, a feel for it, and he wrote wonderful stuff. Is that something that the rules, have the rules been a thing throughout your life that you learn and then you have to unlearn? Is this a constant back not, and not forth? Not me. I never went to school for music at all. I'm the, I'm the same place Gene was. But, but I, I know that it it can be you know, limiting and it can also be freeing both. Mm -hmm. But when you start to get better at something and better at something, do you ever feel like maybe I'm getting a little too in my own head with this now and I need to get back to that pure... Spot. I think I think very often that I, what I need to do, I, I wish I had the time left on the planet to uh, actually learn all, all the stuff, to actually go back to school and learn how to read and write music. I wish I knew. Doesn't it feel like school happens at the wrong point in someone's life? You got that right. Like, think about it. If, I, because I, if, if you could go to college in your 40s or 50s. Yeah, this is, this is all a scheduling conflict, isn't it? Right. When you're 18, you should you should not be. That's not when you should be trying to get your final licks in with education. No, you should be get, trying to um, um, acquire personal knowledge of the other half of the human race. 
and exactly, and then you take a, a, a few decades of experience, and then you take that into a classroom. Yeah, and you're listening. Yeah, and you're actually understanding the value of listening at that point. You know, we may have solved one of the world's major problems here. It might have happened tonight. <laughs> well, what, what would, if you could have studied anything? Then what would you have? What would be an, an, an area of of uh, of interest that you did not get a chance to learn about? Well, I would have studied music. That's the first thing that we talked about. I I would study music and and learn how, you know how to read and write music because I've got a lot of it in my head, and it would be fun to be able to write it down. Uh, I would also study more history. I'm fascinated with history. I read history all the time. I, I love it. Uh, is there a I don't certain, know what else, era? languages and stuff. Was there a certain era or or uh, or uh, area of history that fascinates you the most? Yeah, recent stuff. Uh, recent history, the last hundred years. Okay. So, yeah, well, you, look, I know you maybe feel like you've uh, seen it all a few times. You're not going anywhere. You're still hanging in there. I don't think it's too late. You could go to University of Phoenix, maybe. Sign, sign up for a mail order class. I'm busy, man. I've, I'm, I'm writing a whole new, another record, and uh, I'm just about to go out on the road again. And, and uh, as long as the news is going to stop by my house, I'm going to be writing songs. You know, because, I'm, because you're I'm, I'm a fully occupied guy. David Crosby and Friends is is what you tour as now. Yeah, that's uh, that's my son James. Uh, he's the keyboard player and my co-writer, uh, and he produced the record. Uh, and uh, my pal, Jeff Pivar, uh, that we've worked with before in CPR, he's a fantastic guitar player. And uh, our pal, Stevie Justanislaw, James's best friend from, from high school, a fantastic drummer that we have. He, he plays with David Gilmore now. Uh a girl from Estonia, a jazzer from Scandinavia, named Mai Egan, playing bass. Uh, amazing, amazing musician. Uh, and uh, and Michelle Willis, who is another singer-songwriter, who is also in the other band, the, the acoustic band, the Lighthouse Band. She's in that one, too. And she's um, one of my favorite people to sing with in the world. A great singer-songwriter. And, and, you, and you will be out with, with this group... You're 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 preparing to go back out again, because you just did shows. You did shows in in uh, a few months ago. You were out. Yeah, uh, I'm going back out with that band again. Yeah, okay. and and looking forward to it tremendously. Okay, and people can find all that stuff out over at davidcrosby.com, and you're on. Yeah, Twitter. sure. I'm not going to take. Look, I'm not going to take too much of your time. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go back to your life. You got songs to write. Well, just one final question: What in your life? David Crosby is the dumbest purchase you ever made. The dumbest purchase I ever made. Um, dumbest purchase I ever made. I think it was when I bought what was supposed to be $5 worth of uh, pot in the village. Mm -hmm. Way, way, way back. And uh, the guy who got it for me uh, got oregano. And and I I bought myself an envelope full of oregano. That's a tale as old as time. 
So, well, sir, it is an honor. Thank you so much for calling up and giving us a few minutes. Uh, my, these maniacs here will now leave you alone. They will uh, stop no, bothering okay. you. They can, they can be pissed. It's all right. It okay. was funny. I, I, the whole thing was quite funny, and, and honestly, it worked because I called you. Yes, they're sweet guys, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you for taking some time and calling. All right, man. Bye. Right, you take care. Bye. Oh, my goodness. All right, all three of you get in here now. All three of you. I want all three in. All right. Pat. Yeah, I could. You should see. Pat comes in. His face. He's got his head bent down, like like uh, Charlie Brown walking after missing the football. No, no. Mike is kind of in the middle somewhere because he knows last week he got the drunk from Twin Peaks to call up, <laughs> so he's okay. And then. You should have seen the smile on Jay on Dudio's face coming in just the the smile. I never saw it. It's, it's like a kid on Christmas morning doesn't smile the way he was smiling. I'm not being cocky about it. It was oh, a team no, effort. You, it was a team was effort. It? it was completely team effort. Mike was telling people to, to like hang up so we could keep we, the line open. We had a, we had a tweet that, uh -huh. that Jason was in a conversation with our, our top secret guest who will be, be revealed later who's out there. And I, my, I looked at my phone Twitter, yeah. and I realized, oh, my God, he wrote back. Yeah. And I showed Jason. It said he'd been trying to call four times. So then I run over to <laughs> – Jason starts tweeting back at him. Yeah. I run over to the phones, yeah. and me and Mike are figuring out – we've never had to do this, but we had yeah. a full phone bank. Me and Mike figured out how to hang up on a call. Not mm -hmm. hang up, but we, we yeah. clicked into the call. Yeah. Mike, Get back on it. Yeah. Mike had told the person you know, to call back. Mm -hmm. And then we, Mike just kept that line open. Until he, we, we tweeted out on the call back, he did it. I have been tweeting at David Crosby since 2015. Three years. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. why I was, I could not believe it happened. I never thought it would happen. Yeah, well, it happened. Now, I'm going to say, though, first of all, very clever of you saying, I started two years ago trying to make this happen. It's a team effort. Like, it was a team no, effort. No. And Jason's We've like, all been, Jason's no. like, <laughs> Jason's like, this was a team effort. And, and tons of and listeners, 90 too. seconds later, he slips in. I've been working on this for two years. <laughs> No, I don't mean it like that. Seriously. Mike? Yes. How many, what did you get last week for, did I give points last week for? I, I got two slices of pizza. You got two oh, slices yeah, of yeah. pizza. I'm going to a point-based system now. Mike, the drunk from Twin Peaks, mm -hmm, yeah. that was 40 points okay, he's worth. You. Your share of David Crosby, I'm going to do, that's 30 points, so you're at 70. <laughs> yeah. Pat, you're at 30 points now. Dudio, you're at a hundred points because a hundred and twenty points because you've been working on this for two years. Of course, <laughs> I don't know where I heard somewhere that you were working on it for two years since 2015. Yeah, since 2015. Yeah. Still early. Still uh, trying to get Kyle. We can still this get Kyle so... before midnight. It's only 9:31. I, I love that this is now an open competition to see who can get, who can. Who could just browbeat a celebrity <laughs> into calling the show for five minutes? We were always kind about it. Well, now it seems like it, the game is afoot. But the listeners, too. On the Twitter. Hey, the listeners, yeah, helped out yeah, tremendously. Yeah. All right, well, that's great. Now all three of you get out of here. Okay. Get out. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for supervising the episodes of Best Show Best. 
And of course, much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, and of course, John Worcester. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer. And uh, yeah, you, the best show listener. Thank you. And if you like this, check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight at thebestshow.net and support the best show patreon.com slash the best show thanks so much for listening goodbye the best show is produced in partnership with the forever dog podcast network the show is hosted by tom sharpling and features john worcester jason gore pat byrne and michael lisk the show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael List, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason, website and technical support provided by Martine Sellis, and the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support the best show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash the best show and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram over at best show for life. That's best show number four life. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.